I'm Mark Sclare and this is the Failing My Way in Public to Success podcast. I used to have too much of an ego to let anyone see me fail in public, but the truth is you only fail when you give up. In this podcast you will hear about how I turn my failures into life lessons and why I want to help enough people to develop their skills so they can provide for themselves and their family. It's going to be tough at the start, so please hang on in there. With the feedback and constructive criticism I will take on, it will only get better. Thank you, and I hope my failures bring joy to your day. Hi everyone, thanks for joining the show today. Hopefully you've been listening to my previous podcast, but if you haven't, this is the second of a seven-part series where I break down the framework of the seven principles to building a successful career. That was a bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) If you're in the sales industry and you are not excelling in regards to earning commission, but also rising up the ranks, my framework will help you to understand why this is happening and most importantly, how to take action and make sure you stand out in a crowd full of average. As the great Les Brown says, you have greatness in you. My mission and passion is to help enough people develop their skills so two outcomes happen. One, you will be able to provide for yourself and your family. And two, the sales industry will be restored to its former glory because it will be filled with professionals that are providing the right service. Now, as I said, this is the second part of a seven series. In the first episode, I touched on the idea of selling ethically and what that does as a salesperson and for the sales industry as a whole. Uh, Just to go over the seven parts again, in case you missed the first episode, we look at selling ethically, listening to your clients, knowing your product, market and customer, and always be learning during that time, emotional intelligence, confidence, adapting to change, and objection care, which we are discussing today. This is a framework that's going to help you develop your skills, stand out in the crowd, earn that commission that you want, rise up the ranks, all those things that you want and are are crying out for, I can help you with. And it all comes from this framework which I've developed. So if you notice the one we're going to discuss today, now most people will probably call it objection handling, but you don't handle someone, you care for them. So just like the first episode, Each principle has around about 20 parts to it, uh, but I'm going to go over around about four parts uh, so you get a little taster, but also help you with something we constantly face on a daily basis as salespeople. If it's okay, I'd like to get started. Okay, great, let's go. First of all, I want to start with, with, with one that people seem to forget when thinking of objections, and that is the objection of oneself. So many times I see the biggest obstacle people face in themselves. I mean, I mean this in two ways. First, they do not develop their skills to handle these objections in the first place. And second, they lack the belief in themselves so they have lost before they have even picked up the phone or attended a meeting. Occasionally you can coast for a meeting or a call and you won't be pushed back on, on what you're offering. But the other 99.9% of the time, your customer will object. And because you have not trained yourself to overcome and you lack the belief, they will walk all over you. Best advice I can give on this, if you don't have belief, at least be prepared for the objections that come. Write down all the potential objections that you have heard about the product that you offer 
then write down a response that you would like to say to this. Then practice saying them again and again and again and again. We complicate sales so much, but the truth is preparation is key. It's such a shame when a salesperson is ethical but lacks belief and preparation. Sadly, I see this every day. This leads me to my second part. They are not saying no to you. Please do not take it personal. Now, even though I believe the salesperson is the most important part of the sale, especially with big ticket items, if you actually think that with every no, it becomes personal and really stops you from getting on the phone and making the next call. So here's a little mindset tip. You have a product of value. They might not get that, but I need you to make sure others do. So take two minutes and get on to the next one. So you need to believe that, okay, these people don't quite get it, but someone else is going to, and nothing's gonna stop you from getting on the next call or arranging the next meeting. Third, when someone says, just give me the price. Now, I hope we're on the same wavelength here, but if you have a high ticket item, it is massively important that a client understands at least some of the values that you have to offer before the price is even given. Do you agree? Now, obviously in retail, the prices are there to be seen clearly as the light of day. But how often does someone start thinking it's expensive, but once you go into detail about what it offers and how it helps them, they start to come around to the idea. If you have a product where people inquire about the price, please, please, please develop some sternness when a client says, I just want the price. I will give you an example. I sold a product that if you added up all the parts to it, it totaled around about 50,000 US dollars, but it ranged anything from 2,500 US dollars to five, so sorry, to 50,000 US dollars. Now, before you even know what it is, you're probably thinking, wow, that's expensive, right? Well, the entry point, as I said, was around about two five. Now, the only way I knew what offering would suit the client would be by asking questions. For example, countries of interest, sectors they were working in, how many users, pretty basic stuff, but before I knew any of that, I couldn't give a price. Also, what would happen, also, what would happen if the information, unless the client could see the benefits, they would still think the offer was too much? So I would say this, client says, just give me the price, that's all I want. Now I would say, before we go through pricing, I would like to demonstrate the product to show you how it would benefit you. Client would then say, just give me the price, I'm too busy for that. And I would say, okay, it's 100,000 US dollars. That's very expensive. And I would say, well, of course it is. I have no idea about what you were looking for. You have no idea how we can benefit you and show value to you. So of course you think it's expensive. All I need is 20 minutes of your time. I will send you a link and we will go through this offer together and create a package that suits your needs. Is that okay? Okay, send the link over. I love that one. And it all comes from having the confidence to hold your ground during the standoff. The fourth uh, tip here in regards to uh, objection care is the five reasons why people don't buy. No need, no money, no hurry, no desire, and no trust. Now in my previous podcast, we've spoken about trust. If the client doesn't trust you, they're not gonna buy from you. 
But let's just touch on one quickly here, okay? So let's look at no need. People, clients do not buy stuff just because they need it, they buy it because they want it. How many pairs of shoes do you need? How many houses do you need? How many cars do you need? It's not a need, it's a want. And if you can get that in your mind that it's not actually a need, it's a want, you'll actually be more open to discussing with them. Now this is a great overview and something I love to delve into with my clients. It gives some real clarity. The framework that I'm going through is extremely important to me. It is something that I have molded along with my 15 years experience within the sales industry. It has allowed me to stand out from the crowd, make high commissions, build long last relationships with clients and colleagues, and I've done this all in an ethical way. Sales is the highest earning industry in the world. There is nothing that comes close. Nothing can make money unless it's being sold. I take pride in what I do each and every day. I really want to help others feel that pride. A lot of people are embarrassed by the job because there's stigma that it carries, but sales makes the world go round. Look what happens when businesses are shut for eight weeks. The whole world almost collapsed. And that was because there was not enough salespeople going to meetings, negotiating, pitching and offering value to the clients. I hope that got you up for the day and I hope you carry on listening to my podcast. All I want to do is give value to people who are looking to make a change. Have a great day and stay optimistic. Thank you very much and tune in tomorrow for the next show, which will be the third episode of seven of building a successful career. Thank you and take care. I hope you enjoyed a day in the life of someone who is failing their way in public to success. Please follow me on Spotify and iTunes. I also have Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn. If you search by my name, Mark Sclair. Thanks again and have a great day.